What's up, y'all? This is Ayana. And this is Daniel. And you are listening to Above the Noise. A podcast where we tell the extraordinary stories of people just like you and I. And if you're tuning in again, we are now considered family because you are listening to the second episode of our lovely podcast. Round of applause, round of applause. The crowd is going wild. Now, we are extremely excited because joining us in the studio today is Kiara Johnson, a.k.a. Kilo, a.k.a. Studio Low. Yeah. Kilo (laughs) is a KC native, senior here at Mizzou, and owner slash creative slash everything slash badass behind Studio Low. And we'll get into what that is, but Kilo, how you doing today? I'm good. How y'all doing? Hey, girl. What's up, y'all? Trying to stay warm, you know. Hey. I'm so glad it's not snowing anymore, y'all. Honestly. Early spring. (laughs) Early spring. It's It's like 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 a sneak of spring and then be back to winter again. So, you know, he'll be patient, you know. But we're going to pop out. Now, Kilo, (laughs) as soon as uh, Kilo walked in the studio, I asked her how to pronounce her real name because. You see, we go we go way back, like my sophomore year. Was it yeah. your freshman year when we did United Ambassadors? That was my sophomore year. Sophomore year? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we're in the same yeah, grade. Yeah, yeah, we are. Okay. We didn't know, though. We literally just talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were on um, the way together? We was. Okay. We I mean, were, yeah. Year we were. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was the year before yeah, y'all. Yeah, 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 shout out United Ambassadors. Of we'll course. get into that, too. Um, but... Just because I literally, since the moment I met her, I've been calling her Kilo or yes. Lo or, you know, Kilolo. Nobody calls me by my real name, which is Kiara. <laughs> like, everybody called me Lo, Kilo, Lo. Yeah, so. I knew her by Kilo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how everybody Exactly. Me. I don't know how that name came about, but it's my name now, so... And it's worked for you. It's worked for you. Yeah, Studio Low nice came out of that. You know? Exactly. Yeah, like, I got a ring to it now. Like people know who that is. Yeah. Now I felt kind of bad because I, you know, how do you ask your friend that you've known for two, three years how to pronounce their real name? Just look. Because I was really okay. gonna walk in here talking about Kiara. <laughs> That's just not it. Like so many people call me Kiara instead of my actual name. That I don't even correct them at this point. I just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> not my name. Yeah, did Kiara. that happen? Did that happen as a like as a kid in child like childhood in Kansas City or honestly not as much as it has here. Mm-hmm. Like people just either I've told them in, ahead of time or they just got it right. But mm-hmm. now that I'm here, it's like they just think it's Kiara. So um, let's touch a little because I'm from Kansas City as well. Mm-hmm. I say Kansas City. I went to school in Independence. Okay. You know where that is? Y- yeah, in- I know okay. Where Look, I wasn't out there much. I was in the city, but yeah. I know what it is. <laughs> um, so you know, we kind of have that connection, and we yeah. any time that we're on break or you know whatever, we try to hang out mm. like when we're in Kansas City and stuff. Um, but yeah, could you just touch a little on what it was like growing up in Kansas City? Maybe mm-hmm. what high school you went to, and okay. um, just a little on your like your family background and stuff. Okay, well, yeah, I grew up like in the city of Kansas City, uh, like Midtown area. Um, and I went to Basel. It's a performing arts high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I went there all four years. I didn't change schools much, but I went there all four years, and I was a visual arts major. So it was just, while I was there, it was kind of like when you go to school with, like, a lot of other creatives, you're not really sure what exactly you want to position yourself into. So while I was there, like, I knew that I was creative, but I didn't know how I wanted to, like, focus that. Right, what your main was. Yeah, yeah, it was dope going to creative arts school because it just, they had like a lot of creative events for us. We did like open mic nights, coffee house, stuff like that. And just like the crowd that surrounds you is just, everybody's interested in the things that you're doing. So, mm-hmm. so it was real dope. Like we had a number of different majors. They had like broadcasting courses, dance courses, visual arts, stuff like that. So just 
Paseo is the reason that I'm into as much creative things as I am now, just because mm-hmm. it was a dope way to stay focused and like go into this creative lane that you otherwise wouldn't be like exposed to. Right. Honestly. Okay, well, how did you get started in art in the first place? If high school is what kind of like made you mm-hmm. kind of like know like this is exactly what I'm passionate about, then mm-hmm. what kind of like started that? I've always just been like a creative person in general. Like even like in like elementary school stuff like that, I would like really enjoy art classes and just like cartoons and stuff like that really like drew my attention like rather than other thing other types of things because even as I was like episode and stuff I knew that I like didn't want to do like the general education routes like sciences math stuff like that like I'm smart like I know how to do it but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it for it's the rest of my passion. life no yeah. not at all I knew I didn't want to come to college for something that I wouldn't like enjoy or be able to Absolutely. show like the growth in it at this very moment mm-hmm. so I just didn't want to like not not it's not a waste of time for people who want to do it but I didn't want to like stick to that for four years and just be like not happy right. when I'm at school but uh, I just been a creative person the whole time like I've always knew what I was interested in so I decided to stick to that route once I got here so I think that's so cool because I, I honestly didn't know so Paseo Paseo has like mm-hmm. is, is it just a high school it's just, it? Well, they, at first they had a middle school, but it's just like a high school. A high school? Like, okay. Yeah. And so you said it's performing art. So mm-hmm. all of it, all of the students are in some type of some type of like track Yeah. Mm-hmm. on like the creative side of things yeah. or, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. When I was there, like <clears throat> that's how it was. I'm not sure how it is now yeah. because, you know, I think it's kind of switching up now. Mm-hmm. When I like visited back over a break, it was like really more strict mm-hmm. and like they had the kids Valentine Day gifts like. At the front of the school, I'm like, y'all not letting them bring that in. Oh. It was so weird to me. But they, they like took their gifts at the beginning of when they first got in. Instead school, of like in the classroom, yeah, they like like confiscated their gifts and said I couldn't take this. Oh, uh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it is now, but I think it's kind of switching up. They get yeah. a little bit more strict. But when I was there, it was creative focused. You can pick your route. You had to. I had to audition. To get in, okay, wasn't that what they are? Okay, had audition. So okay, yeah. it ain't like no victorious type stuff though. <laughs> they not. That's kind of what I expected, but yeah, it's <laughs> High School Musical. High school I think musical. we. I think we all had those fantasies. Like no. I know I had a fantasy of like my high school. I was like, I'm waiting for people to break out into song. Honestly, <laughs> and then I'm walking through Pacel hallways. High School Musical? Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> and they lockers. You seen victorious lockers? All nice and shit. Yeah. yeah. Nah, ours is just blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. That's, uh, you know, I think that's so cool because when we think about communities that we come from, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are interested mm-hmm. in the arts, are interested yeah. in some type of like creative thing. And, you know, when you look across like music that's popular now, mm-hmm. TV shows that are popular, like they majority probably have like people of color either mm-hmm. starring in them, writing them behind them. Like there's a hunger for that. There's a mm-hmm. huge market for that. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was really cool that I didn't know that about Paseo, but um, I think that speaks a lot to the fact that, you know, even communities or schools that are probably like lower income, mm-hmm. um, like there needs to be so Definitely. much more focus on the arts versus like all my life I've heard STEM, 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 yes. STEM, mm-hmm. yes. which is great, right? Yeah. We're not here to bash STEM, but mm-hmm. creative other, like, outlets are routes. amazing and like mm-hmm. can literally save like students' lives. Definitely. And like even if you look back on KC now, like all the most, I'm going to say most of all the people I went to high school with are still creating in some type of form mm. and then the people who are close like closely related to them are still creating and 
I look I sometimes I look back at them just like you know like not going to college and stuff and just continuing to do their thing and I'm like you don't need college to be a creative but once I got here like it has opened some more routes for me that I know I wouldn't have been able to or it would have been much harder for me to tap into if I didn't come to college because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like they really going hard in KC right now like the creative scene is just like entrepreneurship scene is really those the, the intersection be, between those two is yes it's like it's like they're really on the come up and I really yes. applaud them because it's harder like being a creative entrepreneur mm-hmm. in the city mm-hmm. as like in comparison to it is being like out here out here you in the bubble it's right. easier to just you know tap into everybody around you but yeah. when you in the city you gotta go harder compete so it's it's real dope seeing the people who are coming up really like grinding and getting to it cause it just shows you like you don't need college all the time yeah And I, but I don't like when they like bash people who, who do. did go to college yeah. cause it's like yeah. I'm not bashing your route I ain't saying you ain't doing nothing cause you ain't yeah. going to college so don't don't come from my don't come from my route cause yeah. we can all make it it just depends on how hard you go honestly I'm definitely so appreciative of like the resources that college has definitely provided because like the things you want to do or the things that you never even thought were possible for Mm -hmm. you or your family to even be doing like that stuff that's provided to you here yep um, and that's stuff that you get the opportunity to take advantage of. So, like, the people back home are just like, you do all this on campus, and you have access to this, and you have people that help you do this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, I do. You know, I'm paying this much money for it. I should have something hmm. to show for it. But, like, the <laughs> amount of resources that, that you bill. have. <laughs> okay, the amount of resources that you have in college is, like, something that I will never, ever be um, kind of, like, ungrateful for because it's, like, nobody yeah. back home. When I, like, see the reality of when I talk to people who um, didn't go to college back at home, and I'm just, like, I see the difference between, like, what happened with us it's kind of just like okay well I wish you had the opportunity I had to see this to know that this was even possible to happen in your life like you know like people don't think it's a creative route or any money in doing things that are creative or artistic like oh there are definitely there are you just have to know the right people you have to know the right places to be at the right time like it's just a matter of like that's kind of how college puts you on too yeah Yeah. but yeah for sure and I don't think either route should be bashed because alignment it has a lot to do with Mm -hmm. where wherever you make it no matter the route alignment is a big key and where you do make it because us here we could just be breezing by relying on coursework and stuff to mm-hmm. get us to where we need to go and you probably won't make it to where you need to go if you just focus on that so <clears throat> I think it's dope to see us here like trying to be like creative business people and aligning ourselves and tackling internships and like stuff things like this mm-hmm. to get to where we know we need to be because mm-hmm. sometimes coursework just won't do it so right. like, oh, it's good to tap into other things so we touched a little on the college thing um, could you think back to senior year and think about maybe was it difficult? Um, did you have help? Mm-hmm. And why? Like why college for you? Okay. Um, so senior year, that was one of my roughest years just because like home life was a little rocky just with like finances, living situations. Because I mean, I come from a moderate background. Like we were by no means high class or anything right. like Working that. Right, working class, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was rough. So I was definitely relying on college to get away Change. just to get out of my, like, the financial bubble that mm-hmm. we were in because I know that's not enough for me. I know mm-hmm. that I want to see myself do more. So I was relying on college to get out of that, living situations, everything like that. So it was hard because I knew I didn't want to be there, but I didn't know where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Like, Mizzou, I chose Mizzou, like, on a whim. Like, it wasn't, like, my top choice. I didn't know where to go to college. I didn't know what to major in. So... I was really relying on college just to, like, get away and then try to build my own thing because my family, they're, you know, like, 40, stuff like that. 
they're really stuck in a mindset, honestly, and I just felt like I needed to break that because, like, they settle. They know they could have more, but they don't try for more. Like, even my brother my mama, they, they're very complacent with where they are financially and, like, like what they do for work. Mm-hmm. And that's not me at all. Like, I know I want more, so I know I have to work for more. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of contrast that to, like, my father's side of the family. They're very comfortable in life. Like, they can afford to, like, pay my rent and just help me out because they know— they knew what they wanted to do, and they knew where they needed to align themselves to, to be, be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, like, looked at that as motivation because, like, I'm like, my aunt really knows what, what she wanted to do. She knows that she's comfortable now, and she's trying to help me out, so I might as well take advantage of that. So she would, like, help me fill in our applications and stuff like that, just talking to me about it constantly, like, where do you want to be? So... And then my counselor in school, he was really helpful, too. He went to Mizzou as well, so he he just knew kind of what I— Like, I was finna, like, not come to Mizzou because I was like, oh, that's too much money. And then he was like, nah, don't worry about that. We can make it happen. That's what I'm saying. He was like, nah, don't worry about that. And I'm, like, looking at my family, so I'm like, we can't afford this. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not finna go to college. Like, not not finna go to Mizzou, excuse me. But he was just really encouraging, like, don't really worry about the price. You can get scholarships. You can figure that out. So, like, the second semester, senior year, I was just, like, really worried about, you know, like, money, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. applications, fast fund, everything like that. But I was, like, filling out scholarships and stuff. And then I actually won a scholarship at graduation for $10,000. So that was helpful. Oh. At graduation? Yeah. Look, look. Uh, They made the announcement (laughs) at graduation? Like, I didn't know I was, like, I I know. Was your family, did they go crazy? Yeah, they (laughs) was in the crowd. (laughs) T. Look, because I'm the type, when I apply for things, I'd be like, I'm not finna get it. Yeah, yeah. And my essay was trash. (laughs) 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 Like, this not, this this part not funny, because this guy died during our graduation. Mm. And my Wait. essay was kind of like not during. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would have been said you like, in the hood. This was real. an eventful graduation. <laughs> this was a, no somebody. Excuse died? me, not at the graduation. Purcell, not that ghetto, y'all. This um, <laughs> <laughs> is one of the better schools in the in the hood. But um, no, he died like a few months before graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like yeah, like in the beginning of the school year, yeah. he uh, he got into some things. He died. So. Like, my essay was oddly formed around that. And I didn't do it intentionally, mm. but it, it was just sense. a topic that was very strong at the time. Yeah. So I was, like, linking it to that. He was my friend, but we weren't close. Yeah. So thinking back, I'm like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have centered around that. But, you know, I didn't do it on, like, purpose. On purpose. It, yeah. just, it just happened. Hey, and it turned into a yeah, blessing. Yeah, yeah, it did. It turned into a big <laughs> blessing. That's... Yeah, it did. But my essay was trash, and I just wasn't confident, so I didn't think I would win. Yeah. But I won. I was like, wow. That shook me up. Like, I really didn't expect to win that. So that helped with some, like, the finances. And then once I got here, like, before I got here, actually, just starting to see, like, some of the costs and stuff, I'm like, my my family is, like, my dad's side started to, like, help me out with just, mm-hmm. you know, like, them splitting the bill and stuff. And I won another scholarship freshman year from, like, the Humble Family Scholarship. I don't know if none of y'all got that. But yes, I called the Humble Family Scholarship, and that was for $10,000, too. Uh, okay. So that, like, knocked my costs off. So yeah. so I was good. But before I got here, it was just, like, really me doubting the finances and stuff yeah. like that. But once I got here, it was, like, a big weight lifted off my shoulder because I'm, like, I can focus on myself now. Yeah. Yeah. I can sure. just focus on where I want to be in life. Yeah. So yeah. college was an escape for me, honestly. Yeah. So I was, cool. I was so happy to get here. 
I wanted to go back to what she said about the mindset because that is the number one thing I feel like a lot of families, um, especially families that are like still like working class, middle mm-hmm. class, um, especially minority families, um, mm-hmm. don't feel like they can ever get out of the cycle of breaking, literally yes. not having any generational wealth in our in our communities at all. Like, and it definitely starts with the mindset. And I was having this conversation uh, with the professor about like not being exposed to like this thing at all. Like I've never heard of like how to like walk through an application for grad school. Like mm-hmm. that's people here who have taught me that like people back home don't do that for me because they have a mindset of, okay, once you're out of here, I expect you to get a job. Yeah. I expect you to sustain yourself, get a good salary and like live and maintain basically. And uh, it's just like, no, I have a different so route more, to go. Yeah. It's so much more. Y'all don't even know. Like it's just your mindset. It's just the fact that you think you can't go above and beyond what you already done. Like you can go, you can literally exceed that stuff. Yes. And that's crazy because like a lot of opportunities in college have shown me like you do not have to sit in one place for like no. money you do not have to rely on one job for a salary and it don't take college to get the, like to where you want to be to successful and make as much money, money as you want to I don't need none of you can figure ways out like it's figure so it. many ways to make money and I don't I just think people are just so comfortable with where they are now or just scared to take risks but I mean honestly you just gotta keep going like there's so many different ways and I've dealt with that like my whole life like mm-hmm. just combating with like my brother and my mama like because I think so differently like my mama mm-hmm. would get mad at me and say you always disagree I'm like I'm sorry like <laughs> that's a good thing Loki yeah, I'm <laughs> like I'm, I'm giving you another perspective yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, check this out I'm like you gonna listen to, to my brother and y'all just gonna be in the same thing <laughs> same way every time I'm like we was like we needed to move because you know things wasn't mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so I'm like just look at look at these places. I sent her some places. I'm like, just check these out. And then when she told me she didn't look, I'm like, girl, I sent you some resources. Like, <laughs> just them. just do it. And then my brother getting mad because I'm trying to force resources in her face. I'm like, I'm trying to help us out. Like, I'm trying to make some cha- some positive mm-hmm. change that is needed. Mm-hmm. But nobody don't listen to me. So it's just <laughs> always combating it's with like those stuck mindsets. And when you know yeah. that you think differently and want more. Mm-hmm. You can either go get it yourself, or you can stay at home and wait for your family to literally hold you back. Cause yeah. I, I wasn't finna do that. That's why I'm so reliant on go, damn near going off after college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't go back and then just deal with the same stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean I love y'all, but we honestly on two different we like stagnant. tracks. I, and I can't be stagnant. I, I right cannot. Now if I go home and be stagnant, I look. I go crazy. <laughs> I just <laughs> no, I can't do that. I think this is. I mean, this is a, this is a conversation. I'm I'm a first generation student. Are you a first generation student? Are mm-hmm. y'all? Yeah. yeah, yeah I am. So I think this is something that is not like out of the ordinary for everybody, all. right? Everybody can probably relate to everything that was just said. Um, and I don't know. I think I have a I have an opinion about that as well that I would like to share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think if we go back to the idea that. I know I can relate to that struggle of senior year, you know, not only am I thinking meeting all these deadlines to apply to a university, I'm thinking I got to already work this job to pay for my little car, to pay for my little iPhone in high school, right? Like I'm working two jobs for real. And on top of that, I don't know, I'm applying for college, but I don't know how the hell I'm going to pay for college, right? And so... You know, I think it is, looking back, I've reflected on this a lot. Like, I, it's easy to be like, our families are stagnant, our families are da 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 which is, I mean, to a certain extent, it can be true, right? Mm-hmm. And it will take a lot of courage and faith and, like, 
you having to stay above the noise <laughs> to <laughs> no for real to change the trajectory of your family that's just yeah. reality mm-hmm. right like we mm-hmm. alone like we will feel alone for a large part of like our yes. changing process yes, right um but i think we come at it from a healthy place of like we love our family and the whole reason for me personally like the whole reason I'm even here and the whole reason I even want to do better is not only for myself but also because I know my family's coming with me you know Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah I don't know when we have these conversations I just think it's also so so layered with like it is so easy right for us to be here in college and be like damn y'all are stagnant Right. Like I'm right. doing so much, but it's it's also I think we need to take into consideration like who can blame them. Right. Yeah. Because, and sometimes they can't help it. Right. For so long, like mm-hmm. imagine being told and just being in, in surrounded by a community, like, you know, for me, like if there wouldn't have been a college advisor in my high school, who knows? Right. You know? Or just imagine being in a community where like I mean, even back in high like my own high school now, um, you know somebody's dying every every mm-hmm. school year yeah. right mm-hmm. um so yeah i just wanted to touch on that too because i think we can't get into like our families you know mm-hmm. like yeah. we we're because we're making a change and it is difficult yeah. but i mean that's a real thing i just also you know wanted to touch on the fact that mm-hmm. um yeah who can who can sometimes blame yeah. you know people for mm-hmm. yeah you just have to be <laughs> open to taking risks for sure like yeah. that's something i definitely had to learn like you have to learn to stop like putting yourself in this like self-doubt self-fear because like that's not even not that people tell you that you can't do it but you've been like you see so many things around you that show you like no you can't do this this yeah. is not meant mm-hmm. for you this is not something you have access you gotta to. reimagine exactly you have to <laughs> imagine yourself yep. literally in the space that you want to be in and you have to say I'm not afraid to jump right into this because exactly. once I jump into it either I sink or I swim yep. like take either or risk. so like because even I be scared sometimes just to take you know like those post-grad big Mm-hmm. big leaps like big New jumps, York big LA. jumps I, I don't like sometimes I don't even apply for things like that because I'm like oh yeah I'm not finna get that I mean but you never know so that's why I, I even have to tell myself sometimes to just go at it because you, yeah, like, you, you gotta, just never know you gotta promote yourself yeah, yeah. that's fast I saw, I saw a tweet the other day this is how conversations start nowadays <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day and um I, I liked out yeah I don't even I think the exactly what it was is like um, something around the lines of you worked all your life for this mm-hmm. you deserve that space and you need you deserve like to have faith in yourself yeah. and I think that's so real and we can we'll transition this is my transition into mm-hmm. your college experience and like you know what you're going through now because I think we can all relate since we're all seniors in the room um, but just realizing that mm-hmm. you know and looking back and thinking like wow like I really was a senior in high school didn't even know how I was going to pay for this yeah. here I am graduating and just levels yeah and Honestly. you know now it's really like I worked for this mm-hmm. like I deserve to fully focus on myself and I deserve to apply for that job in LA mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and to I mean hopefully step into that confidence of like being able to set that fear aside mm-hmm. of yes. that's a dream that's a goal and we got to make it happen yeah so um, how how has your college experience kind of formed, you know, what you wanted to do, like starting Studio Low? Like, when did you officially start it? That type of thing. Okay, so um, even like my, the senior summer of high, after, I graduation, after I graduated, I got my first MacBook. My grandpa bought it for me. So I, um, I took graphic design in high school. So that summer I was just like really heavily like creating stuff, just trying to see what type of art I wanted to make. Like I had... A creative suite and everything so I was just on like illustrator and stuff just just kind of going at it so <clears throat> once I got my computer I just started really like creating stuff 
um, freshman year when I first got here, people knew that I was a creative and they like seen some stuff. Like I would just start to draw more and I like post it on Twitter and get like 70 likes and I was like, hmm. That's kind of decent. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kept doing it, like, and then some stuff get like, you know, like twelve likes, whatever. But it don't matter. I'm putting stuff out. <laughs> they see what you're doing. They see that you're creative, and they see that you're making a little bit of noise. Um, after that, I think my sophomore year is when I first I got my first show here. But that was the first time like that I got to show my art to a big room for mm. real. So that was dope. Um, and then I think it was th- that was the first time I like put a name to it, mm. and I got me some, got me some business cards and stuff, and it was it said Studio Lo had my little fro on the business yeah. card, so I felt <laughs> everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first like official time that I would like brand it, and then after that I would like put a hashtag on it on every new piece of art I dropped, so I just like brand it more, and mm. then I think that Christmas break. I was, like I started an Instagram for it, mm. so I just started posting work stuff like that. Um, so I was real consistent with it eventually, and then I just kept doing it from there on out. It was like my side hustle. I'll make a little bit of money off of it. It would be distracting me from like classwork, yeah, which yeah. it still is. <laughs> I don't know why we be trying to do all of that while we got class, but you know it's it's the hustle. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so I would just. Always be doing something on the side, and you know, I slowly started increasing my prices, taking myself a little bit more serious, and I would I didn't want to show that side in class though. Mm. Just it was like a confidence thing, and then like, uh, this is how a graphic artist work should look. Thing you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you know, more more marketing gear, graphic design will be like a little more simpler, a little more sleek. Yeah. But my personal style is like it pops. Right, it's fun and it got a little style, so it's it's really right. it's really stylized. So I would. It got a little culture in yeah, it. Yeah, it got a little culture, <laughs> a little, <color. laughs> a little, little highlights, a little season. <laughs> it is very seasoned. <laughs> so I had to like learn how to stop hiding, like stop splitting the two up. Wow. So like last, literally like last, what was that? I think it was last year, first semester when I had like GD graphic design for or something like that. We had to make websites. So I just started sliding my personal work in there, and I liked how it looked, and I was, like, confident in it as a whole. So I just made my website, and it got, like, everything in it. Like, I stopped splitting it up, and I just put it all out there, and I just started being more confident. I post more stuff now, and I just, I don't know, I'm just trying to change my mindset to be confident in the whole picture instead of, like, Hiding my work and stuff yeah. like yeah. that, and I think I think that definitely helped because when people see that you're confident in your style, mm-hmm. they lean towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for so sure. So that definitely helped, but that was just my personal thing. But coursework, it's always been there. Sometimes I get a little tired of it, but I have to <laughs> remind myself that you need to perfect this so yeah. you can just look well rounded. Um, and then, relevant youth was a definitely a dope part of like my education here. Cause it kind of taught me the a different side of creating, like more strategic, mm-hmm. more marketing focused, which is something I didn't really focus on in the graphic design classes because I was just worried about making something, getting it out of there, getting a grade. But with this, real quick, can you tell the viewers what Relevant okay. Youth yeah. is? Just real quick. Okay, so um, Relevant Youth is a st- student-ran creative agency here in Columbia. We work with real-world clients. We have client teams. Um, we create content, photo, video, strategy. Um, 
we have like several teams throughout the company. Uh, RY Sound, which is like a record label for relevant youth, and we just work with clients and create dope content. Like so, it's, while you're in school, you can create like professional content. It's a great portfolio pieces, and it's just great experience if you know any if you don't know much about like agencies and stuff like that. So. It's pretty dope. That's awesome. Quick plug. Quick plug. Yeah, you know, check them out. <laughs> and I'm a creative lead with Relevant Youth, and I also do some graphic stuff for them, too. But it just really brought me onto a side of creativity that I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. And the people in it are very, like, appreciative of the creatives. Like, they like everything I do. I mean, if it's bad, they ain't going to tell me it's good. But they just, <laughs> they just really appreciate effort and, like, true talent so mm-hmm. and then they just empower you along the way like I got a chance to create a magazine from start to finish from them it's a great portfolio wow. piece like it wasn't like when I interviewed he he was just John Potterbaum and plug him too he's a great dude he's very resourceful and helpful so um, shout but when out I interviewed, yeah shout out to John <laughs> I to John but when I when I interviewed he was just like how do you want to impact relevant youth and what can, what do you want to see yourself doing within relevant youth so I was like I wanted to get into photography. I didn't really do that much because, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and then I said I wanted to introduce a magazine to Relevant Youth, which I did. And so he just let me take creative control of that, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> so just letting me, like, sculpt it to how I wanted to see it formed. Like, and I got to lead the entire production, like, gathering people to get mm. some words from that's awesome leading the photographer which Gabriella helped me out shout out to her 64 photos and just the whole thing like producing it from start to finish and it was just a great it was like a confidence booster because it's like dang y'all really rocks with my work and it was just a great experience to build something from start yeah. to finish and, and now you know how to build something from start to exactly. finish yeah. it's like 49 oh, pages she's cold that's crazy yeah. <laughs> that's awesome I uh, I kind of wanted to tap into what you said about you had to really learn how to not separate what Studio Low was doing mm-hmm. and like what you were learning in class. Because mm-hmm. um, I think everybody can really relate to that. Like yeah. any specifically like any creative-ish mm-hmm. major on campus. Um, I know for me, like my personal experience, I think about this all the time. Like now that I'm looking back at four years, you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy that sometimes even in like like my political science classes I'm like you know y'all are discussing things that like in a in a theoretical way like you're looking at data that's saying like people of color are you know not blah 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 college at this level and I'm just like that's me like I'm you know like you're looking at statistics and stuff and then I don't know just even talking about politics in the classroom can sometimes feel like damn I can't even say my actual opinion because like they're gonna look at me like I'm crazy you know um so everybody can really kind of like I think everybody can relate to that of Mm -hmm. Just growing the confidence to you deserve to say yeah. that opinion and you deserve to fully be, you know, culturally aware black kilo yeah. in any type of like graphic <laughs> design mm-hmm. that you do. Because for people like us, it's like we can't can we really set aside, right. you know, like I'm, I'm into politics because I saw how it played out in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus like some other people come at it from just like, oh, it's politics. It's like a game. It's right. fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I kind of wanted to touch a little on like what was that process like? Um, I think at the in the beginning, it's just me kind of being like not as confident in my creativity, especially being in that type of environment. Like when you got like like 
I compare it to when I was in high school, when I had all those creatives around me, I didn't want to like, because I'm, I mean, I'm a little introverted, so I don't like to just be out there all the time. So I think that has a lot of, to play in and just your confidence and you not trusting your creative ability and you thinking that what you create is not what everybody's going to be accepting. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to just say forget that because they would see my stuff that was like more personalized and they'd be like oh that's dope like I didn't know you could do that I'm like I should have been showing this the whole time yeah <laughs> and like if you, <laughs> you said I do this for fun <laughs> <laughs> too much, too yeah. no I think it's just a confidence thing because I kind of wish I had have been more like out there with it when I took my first graphic design class because then like they would have already been established that yeah I'm I'm cold yeah. but I kind of like held it back so even when I'm in class now I still hold back I don't yeah. I, I really wish I wasn't like that but that's just how I am in mm-hmm. that class structure now but when I'm in relevant youth I, I'll be throwing it out yeah, yeah. like I'll be just really putting it all out there but I think it's because in the beginning none of us knew each other as well but mm-hmm. when I, and then when I joined relevant youth it was like they really wanted me in relevant youth. Like I applied once, and then I was like, "Oh, it's free." Like I was like, "I gotta do this for free." Yeah. And then I was like, "No." That's true. <laughs> that was no, so that's goofy. So real. That that's was so, so real. goofy. Like, and then like you're hilarious. That was so. That was like the goofy decision <laughs> I made. But yeah. I didn't know much about it. But then when I like joined this time, they was like, "Oh yeah, we need you." Honestly. Yeah. And I'm like, I should have been did this, but just like, cause with relevant youth, I already knew I was appreciated. But when yeah. I started. In the beginning, a little bit, I just had to really like win people over, mm-hmm. and I I wasn't confident enough to do that because I wasn't even confident in my skill set. Mm-hmm. But now I am, so I know that I can win people over. But in the beginning, like I really didn't know. So yeah, I think it's just a confidence thing. Honestly. Yeah. yeah, building that, and it takes time. It really mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Um, I think you know how, especially with creatives, and this is something we touched on in the first episode too. Um, there seems to be an underlying theme of like community, mm-hmm. and so what for you like what does that even mean you know when community is online like who's sharing your stuff who's liking your pictures Mm. who's going to your shows who you know is buying your stuff Mm. for their own businesses like the power of that could you speak a little on that and like you know encourage people to do that because it's so important to support one another um Mm -hmm. when we're doing creative things i think a lot of people are scared to like put their stuff out and like really reach out to the people around them because they don't know if they'll be accepted but I think, again, confidence is a big part of, like, even with how people, like, recept your work and want to interact with you on, like, social media and all that, is if you're, like, just confident about it. And actually reach out to people and let them know that, hey, I rock with your work, uh, check mine out. You can even do stuff like that because even in KC, like, with the growing community, I mean, if people don't really know you, sometimes it's hard for them to, like, support your stuff. So I kind of think it's just it's just being out there and reaching out to people and just letting them know like you want to get to know each other like I'm a creative you're a creative let's let's support each other it's yeah. it's honestly as simple as that mm-hmm. and then just being kind of like consistent about your stuff and just really putting it out there honestly yeah I think that's a big part of it has Mizzou's community shown you support in a lot of ways yeah I think so I feel like it could be a little bit more support but mm-hmm. I mean I'm that's just that on that but but, but you've but, done a lot of work yeah 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 so and I I know people know and then I've I've been supported like throughout this time that I've been here yeah. mm-hmm. so I'll never say all oh, y'all don't rock with me because yeah they have like, right, right. People, mm-hmm. I've have I've had several customers from Mizzou uh just like just just like liking stuff 
they they show love in that aspect too. So I definitely have felt the love since I've been here in Mizzou. And Casey as well, like I'm not really there that much and yeah. like integrated into the scene. So but when I'm there, when I like pop out, when I have events and stuff, I definitely feel the love because I've done a few events in KC too, and I definitely feel the love once I go. So yeah, they know. Yeah, see, <laughs> no, and I, I do want to touch know. on that, you know, because wow, it can sometimes feel a little crazy, like when you have your own business or when you're starting a podcast or when you are designing logos and mm-hmm. having a whole, you know, graphic art studio. I cannot tell you the amount of people that I've seen like just socially that are like, oh, you're doing so great, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Can I buy a da 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 And it's like, okay. And I was like, but where was your little retweet? Or where was like, <laughs> Man. no, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not, it's not even like that, right? Like I, I understand people, people are like, I want to, you know, only like it's it's about me on my social media. Like I have a yeah. branding, I have a whatever. I'm not saying that's wrong, yeah. but I'm saying like, I don't know. Like sometimes it does really kind of take that because yeah. we're all trying to build audiences. We're yeah. all trying to do this. So, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that you're telling me like, I saw your podcast, but like you didn't show love yeah. or you didn't, you yeah. know. And it's just one simple retweet and it can get you so far. Exactly. Like, so it's just <laughs> a little bit more love, little, little bit. Yeah. Like it's, it, once again, it's not a bad thing because I feel like I am very selective too about like mm-hmm. what I like on social because there's a lot of power that comes with social media. Mm-hmm. Like people, random people can go on there and see what you like. But yeah. um, I do think like ins- maybe we should do better as a community yeah. like in general of mm-hmm. instead of just saying like oh you cool right maybe i don't know reach out and say yeah. it or like it you know yeah. or retweet it or buy <laughs> yeah. and i definitely make it a fact like i make it a habit to like retweet certain people's stuff yeah just because i'm like oh yeah you you really grinding and i yeah. see the work and then they sometimes they don't even be returning the list. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> see i'm gonna have to cut next time i see your tweet i'm just gonna scroll past I'm it yeah. <laughs> you don't never be i didn't see this one <laughs> i'm blind like I you don't be showing one. no love in return yeah. which is cool you ain't got to but just know that i know because yeah. i pay attention so yeah and that's kind of how I feel a lot too with like because definitely with this podcast was a lot of like Mm self-doubt for sure about like not knowing when to launch and not knowing if people gonna rock with you but like the moment this launched Man, people like I'm playing this on my way to the bar. Love it. <laughs> I'm listening to it. Y'all, y'all sound great. Y'all keep going, keep going. I see what y'all doing. Like that right there was enough motivation I needed yeah. for like to keep going because like even if nobody is with you in the beginning, once people like catch on and yeah. they're like, hold on, they kind of like maybe they're doing something. Maybe they're yeah. really talking about something. Everybody's gonna fall in line later on and just be That's like, and it's true. not, it's not, it comes full, everything in life comes full circle. Yeah. And that is something I will firmly believe in yes. forever. Everything comes full just circle. Just continue to put your work in. You got and to. All your favorites will be returned. Especially so. <laughs> you. That's that. Um, so, you know, we go into a little segment before we um, kind of wrap up like the conversation about music because we greatly believe that music and a podcast as well, you know, you can plug us in whenever you're feeling a little low and listen to some cool people talk um, about their stories. But music is plays such an integral part in our lives. Um, I know for me, you know, when I'm feeling low, I'm listening to a certain song or when I'm in the gym, I'm listening to a certain song that gets me like going inspiration and, you know, beast mode. So what is a song for you that you turn to for inspiration or, you know, when you're yeah. trying to shake some stuff up on Studio Lowe's Instagram mm-hmm. page. One of these songs, I think this song came out my senior year of high school. I think that's right. But <clears throat> it's just a song me and my cousins and them used to play in the car. Like, when I play it in my car to this day, like, I get hype. And it's just, it's not even, 
it's just the whole message behind the song like mm-hmm. really touches in the soul cause you know black woman but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Illest Bitch by Wale this song fire so. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> this y'all song go crazy. Song. Y'all need to get in tune. Yes. It's off ambition. It came out in. It said it came out in 2011. I had to. Oh, 2011. 2011. So Ooh, we were like old. close to freshman year, high school type of thing. So yeah, I said senior year. That's crazy. Yeah, but freshman year. Probably heard it. Yeah, around <laughs> yeah. that time. Whoa, we are old. <laughs> we old. But that speaks. That speaks so much to it music. Is. I think because yes. I do find myself listening to stuff that I'm like. Sometimes I'm like, wow, let me just turn on the music that, you know, I was listening to when I was a kid and it just had me happy. Like I wasn't worried yes. about nothing. So I'm just listening to, you know, whatever was playing that I remember in like middle school and it just mm-hmm. brings so much happiness. Yes. Like music for sure does have so much power. It's mm-hmm. so timeless. Too. Yes. It I don't is. care when, it when came you out. when you reach that one song that's like that it was just written for you you know I feel like sometimes (laughs) legit like sometimes I feel as if though I'm going through something or you know whatever in life and then this album drops and I'm like and like the artist were you speaking to me (laughs) no literally I'm sorry did you were you in my iPhone right (laughs) 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 like did I write this song or (laughs) (laughs) just singing what I said in my head exactly (laughs) okay wait what's your favorite lyric from the song if you can Okay It's a lot of It's a lot of cold lyrics But <laughs> the one that really be sticking out to me Is illest bitch around Flawless and brown Period That's just so fitting Like <laughs> Like it's That's I mean in concept That's not surface level But when I hear it It's surface level But it's, it fit So <laughs> it, fit, it fit And I understand that When like yeah. certain words in a song Just have some meaning to your life mm-hmm. Like you just really be like That's it Yep that's That was it one. Run it back DJ I Run need to hear it one more time <laughs> Play that part again Look if I don't sing the whole song That's gonna be the part I sing <laughs> Cause I don't know What the hell else he be <laughs> Word for word But that one I'm hitting it <laughs> No for real uh, well, It's a great song No it is Something that we're doing doing with like every episode too is we are um kind of putting out a graphic or like a mm-hmm. playlist of every mm-hmm. um which you didn't know this but uh, mm-hmm. yeah you're gonna have not. to give us a, a <laughs> little five song playlist of your favorite stuff As, um, like right now no 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 oh, okay. no no no, no. Say, like when the phone. episode comes out because okay, we yeah, know like once again we know how music has so much inspiration mm-hmm. so it's cool to see what you know and hear what other people are listening to okay. when they're trying mm-hmm. to get in their That's grind a good mode idea. Yeah, <laughs> marketing love it it's what we here for Oh, um, did you want to... No, I'm going to stay your spot. Uh, do you <laughs> have funny. any advice to um, anyone that may be listening, could be anybody in the world, anybody that's maybe not in undergrad or maybe mm-hmm. postgrad, um, and they just kind of want to know, um, you know, okay, what you got to say? You got any um, wise gems to drop on us? Honestly, just do you and do it with confidence and, like, walk in faith because confidence is really something that has held me back over the years. Just not even like, you know, just visual confidence. Just everything like how you carry yourself, speaking up. Mm. Confidence in speaking up has held me back from many opportunities, honestly. Mm. Even today I struggle with that, like confidence in my voice, just confidence in general, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I would just say just try to like have confidence in yourself regardless to what you may think people will accept you as and just just do you, honestly. Just Keep it pushing, do you? Be your best self, honestly. So Wow. That's too real. Yeah. Too real. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just want to sit here and thank her so much for yes. even joining us because we've had y'all. some awesome guests. We and have. I need y'all to be on the lookout for the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because we coming with some fire. Some and they just giving y'all some... <laughs> 
Like this is exclusive content. Nobody <laughs> yeah. else is giving you these words. Like we really doing this for y'all. So where, no, where, I just want to thank her. Where can we find you on social media? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at Studio Lotus. S T U D I O dot L L O. There we go. Okay. Some people need to know how to spell these days. Studio L dot O. There you go. <laughs> Period, y'all. Now, all the people that we definitely plugged um, Relevant Youth, um, United Ambassadors, we yeah, also talked about. Out. Check all of them out. Um, but yeah, we are going to wrap up this show. We want to thank y'all for listening to Above the Noise. Thank y'all. If you like what you just heard, please, please, please leave us a positive review on iTunes. And be sure to check out our socials on Instagram at Above the Noise Official. And we are on Twitter. Our handle is Above T, like the <laughs> why one T and then noise. Okay. But yeah, y'all, this has been an Above the Noise production. And we're going to see you next time. See you next yeah. time. Shout out to y'all. See y'all. Needed that talk.